0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Foundation. Today we are continuing reading the document SCP-001, The Scarlet King, Tooth Toe's Proposal. I am on Document 8, Phase 3, or Law 3, The Howling. Let us continue the document. The following is an interview between Dr. Montauk and POI-3172 date 29-04-2018 interviewer dr montauk interviewee poi-3172 location site 713 interview room 2 begin log dr montauk hello the piece poi-3172 hello dr montauk i hope that uh last meeting i am sorry for my unprofessional um, behavior you had touched upon the sore subject of course i will try to refrain from doing so in the future shall we begin this time doctor i have a question for you indeed i suppose it can't be the worst than your last well what you know of the origins of the skull king there are many theories a creature from the abyss some shambling thing of old a basin of Alaganda. They are all, I will not say lies, but the texts have changed. The knowledge has changed, the past itself has been changed by what came after. What has changed the past? No, his past hasn't changed for him, but now to tell you something, this should not give and take after all. That is not what- why did you approve the Montauk procedure? I'm sorry. I, I have I offended you. I thought I made it clear that that is none of your business. See, the thing is, I don't get it. That is, that it should have not worked, not in the way Foundation does. This is not under discussion. What happened to Jacob, Doctor? What happened to your brother? This interview is. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to hurt you, Doctor. Truly. I'm just- I just won't understand. It's just- it it shouldn't have worked. The child should have been born. I- I was angry. When I drew it up, it was unprofessional. Did you think we took, Jacob? well, what the hell was I supposed to think? I started looking into your lot making discovery after discovery, and then he just dis- look this isn't relevant all right, all right, I'm sorry I asked, but can we agree that it's not a decision made scientifically that it was done a moment of fury, rage, and hate i I didn't the girl i I didn't mean to. But you did, Doctor. Look, I'm sorry I didn't mean to dredge these old wounds up from you. Why are you, then? Because I just want to understand. And now I think I do. Oh. You... I don't know where to begin. Let me go back. I don't think your department has very much activity in recent months, not after the hands' attempt to open the gates, right? Your procedure keeps the girl from giving birth, the nomads keep finding the endless wall, the spears are safely locked away in the book bonus, and the devourer well, there's nothing you can really do about the devourer now is there? SCP-2317 isn't SCP-001. Wasn't SCP-001? But the thing is, you've been telling everyone he is, technically. You're meant to think he is. If I understand the Foundation Herrick's correctly, you are only level 4, after all. I don't understand. Across every culture, in every city and tribe and civilization, you've come across the idea of the Scarlet King. Always the same. An emperor in red, with a burning crown, and an ethros rooted in some organic fear of female sexuality. He is always the same, a monster that is all-consuming and terrible but so understandable the big bad thing in the dark full of rape and fire and old blood ritual does it never strike you as oh that this is the thing behind the eyes you faced monsters far grander and more subtle as you told me yourself but always always that lingering fear and knowledge of this hidden and oh so simple thing standing behind it you know it strikes me as odd I told you as much myself, but I also stopped trying to make sense of our world a long time ago. The anomalous does not play the rules of man. I'm too old to start redefining the universe. But the thing you don't remember, oh, don't know, is that this wasn't the only past. The Scarlet King used to do, be something very different. He wasn't a monarch, and he wasn't red always. He was the whisperer on the wind and he kept the peasants working, staring up in fear as his righteous famine. He was the, that eyeborn knowledge of the world, of gods and demons, which bellied human agency and existence beyond us. He was the cold hunger of famine, that had no rhyme and reason but the cold apathy and of the supernatural beyond us. And given enough belief, he could be the devourer too. He's a creature of truth. You mean he transformed from one type of deity into another the Scarlet King is not a deity doctor the Scarlet King is an idea but what but he's re- he's physical we've seen I can't tell you anymore not yet did you find anything about the law of concrete no not much I I found that there seems to be a disturbing correlation between the activities of the king's flowers and certain decisions made by the council. I see. But there wasn't much else at all. The trail led me to some lost documents, but eventually all, all I found was a dead end. A document about the foundation's origins and some insane old child ranting on about modern deity. God, White, I presume. That makes sense. You're a madly infuriating person, you know. We can't... Why can't you just tell me this stuff properly? I am your prisoner. You did destroy my life's work. Why should I help you? Because you're bored. Because you think none of this matters. And because you love tormenting me. I don't, you know. Scarlet King is an idea? What the hell is that meant to mean? You're close now, Doctor. Close to the truth. I can see it in you. You will understand, and then you'll understand me. Why I did what I did. Why I am... Was a member of the Children. I know you're curious. You do seem oddly well-adjusted to be a Satan worshipper. Be careful, Doctor. The law of howling may break you. As cryptic as ever, Spivak. All right, until next time. Goodbye, Doctor. End log. Document 9. The following is translated, excerpt from 1953, Bengali's work. Lala Rajah. The work had been lost for some time and rediscovered by Dr. Montauk in the course of his investigation. And so, as British rule continued, something began to come with them, piece by piece. A shadow, at first, a red thing, but it was not whole, it was not even in pieces, it was something that crept up slowly, piece by piece. It met in the shadows of our country, and mice bleeding in the rice fields as it began to take form. It did not have a mind, not at first, it was enough to not be a real thing yet to have one. It was a set of images, it was a blood-red slab of skin. Taken from the heart of the Christian demon, which was set upon an ancient magician of Hindu rites. But then it was categorized, written down, described with precise scientific terminology. It didn't like that. Things of magic, technology, empire, that were never meant to mix, all came together and began to bend the nature of the world. As Europe came to us more and more, we learned to be civilized. Our religion began to change too, and Nestica was not an ancient and capricized god in the form of an immense snake. It was a moray eel, of scientific unusual size, noted for producing amnestics, and causing a gehagohigonous effect. We learned that we were Hindu, that we were always had been Hindu, and that all our various and mixed beliefs were all variants of a singular ideal, because the British weren't comfortable enough with any other way of living that which could be classified, explained, killed like a butterfly pinned on a board. Beneath this lay a fury, a curie, a cry for authenticity, a reality. Even as we exposed ourselves more and more in their language and their categories, even our struggle against them, it lay in our literature, a tagore of the others. It lay in our ada, in our mental and male jobs as clerk. The endless struggling tension between old and new. Between modern and pre-modernity, in those faulty lines and that cry of rage and fury, in our hatred of the old and hatred of the new, there rose a hybrid obeying nothing but the law of the howling. There rose the la rajah. Because what is he but the cry of the forgotten age? He is the British peasant staring up at the red sky. He's the Bengali. Widows, weeping, and shaving head. The Aztec priest, ripping out another's heart. is all those things transformed. As modernity does not understand everything, it's modernity's own destruction. He is the resistance, the fury, the hatred of all that is for the he is. What we were as was, full of good and evil, and all else mixed together. The happiness, the beauty of the world. The struggles and heartache and reality of it all. But now we have lost almost all of it to the machine, except our rage. That is all that's left. And thus comes the king, the howl of the destroyed and forgotten and oppressed. His only purpose is to destroy, rape, main, enslave, and smile. Smile that smile the king whose enemies weep before him. He cannot exist where there is no modernity, because his entire purpose is to give him by modernity. He is a good and a god of blood, a god of spine and bone and sinew, to remind the dozens of the world that is not good, that is cruel and hateful, and that is good, that is right. Modernity is a sin, and he is the correction. So that we can once again live, as we must, cold, hungry, starving, and very, very afraid. Document ten: The following note was found in Doctor Montauk's personal quarters. It is to believe It is believed to be have written shortly after Doctor Montauk's discovery of the La Raja. SCP-001 is a conceptual entity created at the boundaries of the Modern and the Premodern. Scarlet King is a thing of blood and bone and sinew. Aye, this rule is just a justice of the dark. SCP-001 is a physical being made by manifest and conceptual. He comes with fear and is sort of ripping with the wrath of fire. SCP-001 originated an ancient turkishman It believed that they originally sent the Deity Who. They rode with the thunder in their hooves, and the bow on their backs, laughing as they slant. SCP-001 is a scientific phenomenon. It will be classified, it will be contained, and described. It will be understood as an anomalous entity as with any other Anne. But he exists in the cracks. The fault lines. He feeds on description. He feeds on science. On the objective principles and qualities. Seven chains. Seven brides. Seven seals. For the Skarl. I am Robert Montauk, Level 4 Researcher, Project Lead on SCP-001. I am a researcher. I impose my self mechanical will. I am control. I possess agency. I possess agency. I am a quivering thing, looking up at the dark and clouded sky, fearing the Almighty God. I am free. I am chained. I am a doctor. I am a child. Document 11. On 12.05.2018, a large crack appeared in the wall of POI-3172's containment chambers. The crack appeared to open to another dimension. A large quantity of red smoke could be seen pouring out of it, while an unknown number of human voices be heard screaming from it as well. Foundation staff found themselves unable to enter POI-3172's containment chamber. POI-3172 informed them that he would only permit Dr. Montauk into his chamber and he would communicate with nobody else. After some debate, Dr. Montauk was permitted entry into the containment chamber to interview POI-3172. A log can be found below. Date, 2205-2018. Interviewer, Dr. Robert Montauk. Interviewee, POI-3172. Location, Site-713. Human containment, chamber 77. Begin log. Dr. Montauk enters the chambers and approaches POI-3172. POI-3172 is standing in front of a jagged crack in the far wall. Red light and smoke can be seen emerging from this crack. Dr. Montauk. Hello there, Debish. POI-1372. Hello, Doctor. Always formal, even to the last, aren't you? Can I ask you what this is? A plea for attention, mostly. I wanted to see you again, and my requests were all denied. It's been weeks, Doctor. I... I had nothing to ask you. I thought so. You have deduced the truth, haven't you? Maybe. Yes. The crack is noticed to shrink slightly. It... it... that just... It grows and shrieks depending on the s- situation different actions have different meanings and thus different effects. It all depends on context. The other children never got that, but well, they never really got anything really. They they thought we were all devil worships, heading for violation. Only I understood the point. It took me a while to understand. I didn't think you would. Just tell me, did the predesture ever matter? What we do, is it even relevant? To prevent the birth, it had to be something awful. Something evil expressed in pain and rage and fury. That is why I walked. It was never a sincere attempt to formulate a scientific procedure on your part. It was just pure, unadulterated hatred wrapped in a veneer of objectivity. You thought the king had taken your brother. So you decided to hurt the king. You didn't, of course, and what well, you do each and every day to that poor girl's little more than cruelty, but effective cruelty. The specifics are unimportant, but the intent, that matters for everything. I, uh, I should stop it, I didn't- And then what? The Foundation won't get it. They will never understand the law of the howling. If I explain, they can't imagine it. It's beyond the conception of reality. But you might. So tell me, Doctor. Do you know why the Scarlet King exists? Because modernity and pre-modern. No. Because the SCP Foundation exists. Modernity helped shape him, define the contours, of his rage. But when monarchy started interfering in his kingdom, that's when he was crystallized. Modernity in the form of you. Your luck came first. You came into being to lock away, classify, pin down everything you didn't fit into your philosophy of enlightenment rationality. Everything you had to understood, catalogized, and transform in the fairy and godhood into simple, comprehensible chunks of logic and matter. It's adherent and it could never go on further. Something had to give. Something had to rise up in our position. W- we were first? Truthfully? And all that we had well, was this whole thing really our fault? That depends. Is it your fault if you don't know what you're doing? I don't know. Neither do I. The ceremonies, they all held that contrast. The king cannot exist without that tension. We needed those symbols of modernity, the stark grey images, to make the rift in the first place. It was the perfect plan. But you failed. Yes. The foundation was formed in the 1820s. It was formed to protect the world from the dark, by the collection of brave men and women, to secure, contain, protect. That is our purpose. There is a virtue in normalcy, which I don't think you can see. The world can be understood. Truth, Reason, Rationality, Enlightenment, these are our bedrock, these are what allowed us to see that is objective. Do you really believe that? I have to. You're a scientist. You should know that there's so much more than an objectively true finding in any science. There's always room for doubt always space for error but that's just humanity we have we have many flawed minds incapable of full interpretation but what we observe is solid and real beneath it all the laws the bedrock the bedrock is defined by the number seven seven chains seven brides seven seals seven 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 my whole life has been defined by that number it tortures me endless heptagonal shapes dancing behind my eyes we're not allowed to live we're not allowed to be people that is the luxury of modernity despite the coldness and its creaking wounds to be able to be a full person seven 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 girls Taken away by the raiders in the cold, as the wind demon howled and howled, so the Scarlet King had to have seven brides. Moderation is not always cold; it's less brutal than sa- slavery. But what is it for? Is it that the only purpose—a mere absence of cruelty? What's the point of having peace and kindness, for its own sake, so you can smile for a few decades before falling dead into an empty grave? Self-affirmation, for a finite self? I don't understand it. I never did. I grew up trying. I want to be like them. Like you. But the system just stared down at me with the concept. Maybe it's not coldness, Doctor. Coldness seems to be objective. It can't be that. Because there's no objectivity. There's just the screaming and the madness, and the need for purpose. Did you really think that there was nothing in this true? There's truth, but it's never final. There's no ultimate reality, Doctor. No totality. No concrete way in which the world is run. There's just what we make of it. The clay things we find together and crudely make in clay. All these introspection the crack in the wall is noticed to grow larger the sound of screaming can then be heard who is in there who knows his seven brides his loyal nomads ancient servants more creations of the gap between realities i don't know anymore it all breaks down in the end all i see is more is the fire i don't see the world the gods or the kings, I don't see anything but flames. What else is there, this stuff, matter and the physical, all banal and fake? I only see the smile of my king, forged of the burning and frail matter, and it's a sight that hurts. It hurts so much behind my eyes, it is burning and being consumed and it's never ever finished. Then why not stop worshiping him? I was a frail thing. I was born in the cold, in the dark. I tried my hand at writing when I was young. I tried my hand at many things bartering, starving, surviving in the marketplaces of Calcutta. Like so many of us, struggling to live while you, Westerners, grew fatter on our forgotten wealth. I grew mad. There was no meaning. No purpose in our country to be born to be ripped apart. I tried the gods. But they were silent. I tried reason and atheism. But they were just empty and unreal. Because they were always going to be... Because... Don't say it. You have to hear it. I don't... I don't want it. No. Listen, Robert. Just... Listen. You know now what a skull king is. He is creation of swirling anomalies of so many different times all over the world. He is the memory of the world that is lost, the pre-modern world. Made manifest in a form of hatred for modernity, the new, the humanism, and smiling coldness that marks our day-to-day existence. Forged from a perfect balance of inconceivable anomalies and of breaking minds. He is an entity created by his own overwhelming, unavoidable tension. Of the howl of the world when faced with the cold grey propuls new, is the revenge of a fallen past. He is the idea of the ancient in a world which discards and fetishes it. He is the tension between the modern and the pre-modern in manifest. Yes. He is the fault line between two incomprehensible worlds. He can only, in the end, destroy them, and that is what is right. What do we do? You shoot me, let them take my corpse, go back to your life. It won't last long now. The King's coming is inevitable, you might try something to stop it, but It won't work, the Foundation has too much of a stake, too much resting on the preservation of their chaos and ethos. They will cult the world in concrete grey, the King will rise from the ashes, and the children won't even have to lift a finger. I don't believe you. Believe what you like, Doctor. Come, I think it's time. Doctor Montauk takes out his firearm and points it at POI-3172. Just look, just tell me one more thing. Was it you who took Jacob? No, we had no idea who you- Doctor Montauk terminates POI-3172. The crack disappears. End Log Document 12 the following is a record of O5 Council Vote 4985. The Council Vote 4985. Vote to approve suggestions made by Dr. Montauk on Foundation of Operating Procedures to Improve Containment of SCP-001. Proposed by O5-13 on 30-05-2018. All four O5s-2-6-7 Dash ten, dash thirteen. All four against, dash one, dash three, dash eight, dash nine, dash eleven, dash twelve. Abstain, dash four, dash five. All in all, count four is five, two, six, two, two. Vote denied. Statement by O5-1 Dr. Montauk's investigations have been most illuminating. They have certainly raised serious concerns about how the Foundation has been operating in recent years. But we feel that his suggestions have gone too far. The ethos of the Foundation is comprehension. Postmodern nations and the fallibility of objective and universal truths are all very well acumenic circles. But the Foundation has always been first and foremost concerned with the practicalities basing its analysis on the hard sciences and unquestionable truths. Changing our intestines and modules operandi is, frankly, an absurd proposition. Our duty is, and has always been, to die in the dark, to protect those who is in the light. If we begin to abandon our red frine and notion of what dark and light are, we risk a sharp descent into tranny, incoherence, and the loss of our mission entirely. This must not happen. We cannot engage in caviar ratifications of what the Foundation's very essence is. We think Dr. Montauk for his work, and we will accordingly update SCP-001's classification to safe as a result of it. Containing SCP-001 is no longer as difficult as it once was, despite its potential danger. If Montauk's information is correct, then it seems clear to us that the Foundation should simply take a more laissez-faire attitude towards SCP-001's containment. We look forward to a more productive containment re- relationship with our oldest phenomena going forward. That is the end of the document. Thank you all for listening to SCP-001, The Scarlet King, with me. And I shall catch you in the next lecture. Fare thee well comrades.